breaching the fault lines of today. Welcome to Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network. Experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. This is Dr. Zudi Jester. Welcome to our last segment this week of Reform This. We're taking a deep dive into the issue of Congressman Ellison becoming the head of the DNC and what it means for political Islam, the defeat of the ideology of Islamism, and the subjugation of American Muslims under the banner of an identity movement of a racialization of Islam rather than a poignant defense of religious freedom and critical thinking inside the House of Islam and the need to reform. It's a step backwards. It's interesting. In the Islamic Society of North America, they had a piece that was entitled Ellison Chides Hatemonger. Ellison Chides Hatemonger with a picture of Congressman Ellison and basically it said at Capitol Hill Forum Congressman Keith Ellison chided Phoenix physician Dr. Zudi Jasser of the American Islamic Forum for Democracy who had come to brief members of Congress on the dangers posed by political Islam. Responding to Jasser's allegations Ellison stated I think you give people license for bigotry on and on, as I said. So here you have the the core arm of the Islamist movement in America putting on page two of its national magazine describing me as a hate monger, thanks to Congressman Ellison. So this is who the DNC wants to have running its operation in the United States of America. It's a long struggle ahead of us as Muslims to defeat political Islam. And when Ellison came to Phoenix, Arizona, Congressman Trent Franks, Congressman John Shattuck, and Senator John Kyle wrote a letter asking him not to raise money for the Council on American-Islamic Relations, especially poignant coming from Congressman John Kyle, who had been the one a few years earlier to ask the FBI to explain why it continued to communicate with the council. And in the response, they said they will not communicate any longer until 
they've answered the question about Hamas, and that is why in the trial of the Holy Land Foundation they explained that not only are they an unindicted co-conspirator, but they're problematic because of that position. He did not respond to that letter. He ignored it. He came and raised money, raised tens of thousands of dollars for the CARE chapter here in Arizona, and has gone on to do 20, 30 other chapter fundraisings for an organization that has deep ties to foreign Islamic governments, to apologetics. It has, in a couple of years, been shown to do more foreign interviews on press TV, Iranian television, than it does on Western television. The list goes on. I find CARE an offensive organization and one of the root causes of radicalization. Maybe not the final steps that are about violence, but the early steps, the pool in which the radicals swim is one that highlights victimization, highlights sort of the separatism, and that's what Mr. Ellison epitomizes. You know, in the end here, I wanted to reflect a little that I think one of the testimonies to character is our ability to disagree with some of the people that we work the closest with and to do so publicly with transparency. Mr. Ellison, I think because of his political leanings and his position in the Democratic Party now has attracted favor with some of the liberals and coalitions that I have worked with. Now, I've never been on a coalition with uh, Ershad Manji, and that was her choice not to do so, but I do respect a lot of her work that she's done for women's rights in her Moral Courage Project and for calling out the reforms that need to be made. But yet... She did a sit-down, multiple sit-downs and and um, endorsements of Mr. Ellison's work, and I think that's very problematic because it avoids the root cause. It avoids the cause and the problems of Islamism. And this week, good friends at the Quilliam Foundation, I know Majid Nawaz isn't there but anymore, my understanding, but uh, he's still is their leader, and he came out with a full-throated defense of Mr. Ellison and the Daily Beast. Now, we obviously have deep, deep agreement with Quilliam on the focus on political Islam, Islamism, and the need to reform, and our Muslim Reform Movement Declaration had a lot of thanks at the hard work of Imam Osama Hassan, who is a wonderful human being. But this endorsement of Ellison and this piece in the Daily Beast, uh, I just don't get. Now, maybe they're unaware of the long history. I would hope that uh, they'd go back and look at a lot of my writings at National Review, at um, speeches, uh, the series of debates I did with Ellison, the years of entanglement, the demonstration of his fundraising for Islamist arms across the country, his apologetics against reformers, his apologetics for Islamism, his inability to condemn Iran, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, his anti-Israel positions, on and on. So 
We'll have a respectful disagreement with Majid Nawaz on this one. I hope he goes back and amends and corrects his remarks. And if he proves to me that Mr. Ellison is not an Islamist, that Mr. Ellison should have security clearances, and that somehow I should trust him in the war for the protection of national security against the threat of political Islam, then I will amend and correct my remarks. Uh, This is what friends do. This is what patriots do. Now, they did this from across the pond, so uh, I think I am a little closer to the issue here in the United States. But uh, in all fairness, I was uh, also critical of the new mayor of London uh, for some of his identity politic, but I obviously did not have as deep an understanding as I do of Mr. Ellison, but I did look at some of the cases and otherwise, and I have to tell you that Mr. No, you know, Majid's criticism of the mayor was also tepid, but probably a little stronger than it was of Ellison. And I think it should have been reversed, though I in no way endorsed the London mayor. I have significant concerns, and we'll see how that turns out. I do think we have a lot of work to do. We'll have our differences. Uh, I think... As I said, at the end of the day, it may be a silver lining for the DNC to embrace its inner radicalism, to embrace Islam as an identity movement rather than as an idea. Because when it does that, it will expose constantly. Every time Ellison speaks, he can't help when he gets on Muslim issues to to expose the sheer fallacy of the ideology of Islamism, his denial of its existence, his denial of the threat of petro-Islam globally, does nothing but take credibility away from the causes that he supports. So, I think eventually the silver lining is that he will bring to the forefront a constant reminder. It'll be harder to push Islamism into the periphery when the primary fundraiser for Islamism domestically is the head of the Democratic National Committee. So from a utilitarian perspective, this may be good for our movement. From a utilitarian perspective, it may be good to highlight who the ideological antagonists are in this battle. From a practical perspective, though, it'll continue to marginalize, as Ellison will likely marginalize Democrats, that are reformists, that are anti-Islamists, that share the anti-Islamist values of equality of men and women, anti-jihadism, anti-blasphemy laws, anti-apostasy laws, anti-caliphism, anti-ISIS, anti-Islamic state movements. All these things are important part of reform. I hope Congressman Ellison joins us in, in condemning the idea that somehow homeland security needs to be against violent extremism, but rather should be countering violent Islamism. But I'm not holding my breath. I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. Thanks for taking this deep dive with me this week on Congressman Ellison. The next few weeks will show if he becomes the DNC chair This podcast will be archived into the future so that we can look back and see if he turned out to be a great reformer against political Islam and a promoter 
of liberty, of freedom, of our Constitution above Islamic State concepts, then I will stand corrected. If he doesn't, and he tries to continue to malign and slander and libel Muslims who are loving our faith, who are, who are treating our community with a tough love in order to counter Islamist movements and, and stop the fundraising for the propagation of apologetics of other foreign countries that are theocracies and domestic movements that are apologists for theocracy, then it'll be known that I warned the DNC and our country of what comes. This is Zudi Jasser. Thank you, as always, for joining me in breaching that divide between Islamism and Americanism on the Blaze Radio Network. God bless. Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network.